0: Welcome to the Animal Rescue League of Berks County's podcast series. I am your host, Beth Ireland. Today we are doing a fun little story about our staff and how we are just as susceptible to uh, little fuzzy creatures as everybody who walks in our doors. So to the subject today is foster failures. And with me, I have a newbie to the podcast series. This is Amber Klein. Say hi, Amber. Hi. What do you do with the Rescue League? I'm a kennel technician. And how long have you been there? Almost two years now. Almost two years. And Ashley, who we've met on a previous podcast, say hello. Hello. And remind everybody again what you do and how long you've been doing it. I'm the Director of Development, and I've been at the shelter eight years. So uh, I have mentioned before that I only recently started at the Rescue League about six months ago, and one of the most common questions I get is, how do you not take them all home? Well, the truth of the matter is, we do take them home. <laughs> so. Yes. Um, the joke around is, of course, um, that we are foster failures, and that means that we failed at fostering. So, Ashley, tell us, in the first place, why might any of us take an animal home for foster?
1: Um, well, foster in general is if there's an animal at the shelter that needs to be in a different environment or would thrive in a home environment, um, that's the best option for them. So you would take an animal home if they're, you know, very stressed in the shelter, if they have a medical need, if they need some behavioral work. So basically anything that the animal needs, just a little bit extra care for, you would take them home.
0: All right. And um, Amber, what does it mean then to foster fail?
2: That means you end up adopting whoever you're fostering because you just can't let them go right so ideally in
0: a foster situation um, the animal would go up for adoption come back to the shelter and be adopted and live happily ever after with somebody that's not us ideally but ideally <laughs> right but that does not happen um, pretty much everybody at the shelter has one of these stories but we'll probably tell more of them in the future but um, we're starting with you girls today so Ashley you have two foster failures at home
1: yeah oops <laughs> so tell us what they uh what their names are um one is nobu and one is fritters and they are both they're both cats so nobu was first right yep he uh he was up in the cat room and he was just your general large black cat and they're usually the most overlooked and every one of the animals i have has stopped me dead in my tracks in one way or another and i saw him and i was like oh my gosh i need to take him down to my office and he'll live there until he gets adopted so you and I, uh, have two.
0: we have our offices in the lower level of the Animal Rescue League. And when I started there, I was informed by Ashley that we always will have a cat in the basement, <laughs> the whether residence. I like it or not. Mm-hmm. But now I have grown to love the little critters. So this um, Nobu was one of those cats that came downstairs.
1: Yeah, I had him six months, and I had not gotten one bite. Nobody was interested in him, and I just kept falling more and more in love with him. And I eventually called my parents, and I was like, look, you guys need to come in and look at this cat. We're taking him home. He's perfect, and The rest is history. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So how old is Nobu now? He's six, and as a black cat, six years old, they're generally the most overlooked. So it really ended up being the best situation for him. And then there's Fritters. Baby Fritters. Yeah, she was another one. She was actually in our quarantine room, so she was um, sick with an upper respiratory infection, and I walked in, and she had the most gorgeous big green eyes, and she just she took my breath. And I took her down to my office, and she was down there for about two months, and honestly, after the first day, I knew that she was probably just going to be mine, and <laughs> I ended up taking her home, and she's just been my best friend ever since. All right. So, Amber, you uh, your foster fail is kind of a longer-
0: more complicated story Mm -hmm. um so tell us how you came to foster your dog bear
2: bear came in she was from a cruelty case like hoarding cruelty we got her out of a house with a lot of animals um she stayed at the shelter for a long time just due to court issues and stuff like that but um I fell in love with her the the, the day she came in. I I was always the one in her kennel playing with her and, you know, giving her special beds and and treats.
1: what kind of dog (laughs) is she?
2: She's a pit bull. And how old is she? She's right around five to six. Okay. So, how long was she in the kennel with you adoring her? She was (laughs) almost there almost a year. Oh, my gosh. I got her out of there... Right before both of our one-year marks at the shelter, actually.
0: Now, did did she start to exhibit any signs of kennel stress and it became imperative that she get out of there?
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, we had her on the adoption floor. There there wasn't anybody really looking at her. She, She's really good. Um, she just has certain things, like she's really picky about certain dogs that she likes and... Um, I mean, she's good with cats, but not, like, outdoor cats. She likes to chase things, mm-hmm. you know, like squirrels are her favorite. Um, but, yeah, she she was good. Other than that, it's just nobody nobody really wanted her, I guess. Except for Amber. Except for me. <laughs> so you took her home, but you didn't adopt her right away. You did take no, her as a foster. No, I did take her as a foster just to see how, you know, how she was. And I wanted her out of the shelter before her one-year mark. That was my goal. And I got her out of there. Um And she's, yeah, she's just been great. (laughs) So you formally adopted her how long ago? Probably about one to two months now.
0: Oh, that's it. I thought it was a little longer than that. Yeah. So is she your only pet? Yes, she is. At the moment. (laughs) So uh, I have my own foster fail story that I'll quickly um, skim over um, mine. Uh, her name is Stella and she's a six-year-old pit bull and she came in and uh, sort of the similar way that Amber's dog did. Um, she was confiscated in a raid and she had nine puppies at the time and she came in with a total of 21 other dogs and she weighed 45 pounds when we got her and she was just petrified of everything. I just scared to death of a new person, a new sound, a new smell, a new place, anything. And I had her for about two months and she had made a small amount of improvement, very, very small, but I could not stomach the thought of this dog having to go through another change. Um, she had, she had been through so much already and she was so, so scared. I I couldn't do it to her again. So, um, She's mine now. <laughs> uh, she's, been, she's been in Ireland for two years now, and she has come leaps and bounds, but she is still shows the effects of where she came from and is still um, timid around strangers and new places, etc. But she does come into the office and hang out with um, Ashley's foster cats, too. So the whole point of telling these stories today was just to answer that question of how do we not take them all home. So, girls, what are the chances that you will take another one home?
1: I'm pretty sure that's going to happen rather soon. So, (laughs) yeah, it just it happens. You fall in love with animals and you go to work with animals because Mm -hmm. that's what you want to do. And they steal your heart and we are not as we are susceptible just like everyone else is.
0: What do you think, Amber, is there... Something that makes that one animal stand out above the others. I mean, there obviously is something, but what do you, like, how do you describe what that is?
2: I mean, it could be anything from their situation to, you know, if they were abused or not, or how long they've been there, or just anything about their personality. (laughs) It can be anything. So... In the
0: future, we will bring some more Animal Rescue League staff members here to tell their foster failure stories as well. We do want to clarify that this foster failure phenomenon is um, amongst our staff and not as part of our foster program. Our Gray Muzzle Foster Program is meant to get animals... adopted you know our foster families typically will take an animal in and they d- then they don't fail because mm-hmm. they know
2: yeah, that I had I had seasoned four professional. fosters before this
0: before girl, you failed so, I yeah. had 13 before <laughs> I failed
1: <laughs> I just failed twice the first and second time I fostered <laughs>
0: So if you would like any more information about uh, formally fostering and not failing, you can visit our website at www.berksarl.org, where you can also see a list of our currently, uh, currently available for adoption animals. And as always, we invite you to stop into the shelter during our normal business hours, and we'll talk to you on the next podcast.